I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. There we go. Good evening and welcome to this edition of Global Watchman News. My name is Lori Alexander and tonight we have a very special uh, broadcast. Um, I would say it's an emergency broadcast. I would say that it's something that everybody needs to be aware of and needs to listen to. Before we continue, I uh, just want to welcome everybody in the chat room. I um, want to say thank you to my moderators. We do have a new moderator in the house. Say hello to JT. Um, and if you're new here, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, give a little like down at the bottom. Click on the little bell so you know when we go live. Or that's supposed to be the plan, not always the way, because as this next person I'm going to introduce uh, knows Shell, and if anybody else on on the internet on on uh, social media knows about shadow banning, it's this person. I want to introduce Hurricane Ann. She is. 
don't even know how to describe you, Anne. You are an amazing woman. I had the pleasure of meeting Anne um, in early June, um, met her in uh, Las Vegas, and had a blast with her. Hurricane Anne is the, uh, she has her own show over on Wolfpack Radio. And I'm going to put the link in the description. We're going to talk about all of that. Welcome, Anne. Hi. How does it sound? In the room. Can you we got I can hear you. Bye. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're loud and clear. Five, five. Five, five. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, we met each other in um we met each other was the first weekend in june in um uh las vegas and you have kept saying you know i found something i found something i gotta talk to you and so um and this was after we did our show on um Denver, Denver International Airport. Yeah, the last one we did was Denver Airport. Well, we've actually done a lot of shows together um, going back over a period of several years. So. Yeah, her and I, I think the most fun we had was blowing everybody's mind about, uh, we did a show on the Vatican. And uh, so we did that one, which I thought was a, fant <laughs> was a fantastic one, I know, right? And um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, we did one on the Denver airport and now this. So I meet her, I meet up with Anne in uh, Las Vegas, like I said, first weekend in June. And we sit down and she's showing me this. And um, how do you want to do this, Anne? Do you want to play your video and then just stop at a certain point and discuss it? Or do you want to just give us an intro and let us know kind of what, what you found? I do. I would like to just play the video because it's probably much better than what I could say. Of course, I practice on the video, but I do have a few disclosures and I can't hear myself talking. Can, am I coming across all right? You're coming across perfect. I do need to make a disclosure, though. There is one part in there where I um, said that China owns part of the Grand Canyon. Well, I recently booked up to Laughlin, Nevada because I thought I was going to meet Lori uh, there. Oops. And, uh, and we kind of screwed up our schedules and I didn't get to see Lori while I was there. So I thought, well, um, instead of wasting five days in Nevada, since I'm not going to get to see Lori, I might as well just go ahead and uh, do some interviews. So I went to the Grand Canyon and actually did some interviews. So if you want to pause after the part about the Grand Canyon for sure, I'd like to go into that. And then uh, okay. some of the people who watched it had a little trouble processing it. So if you want to just, you know, you know, do some of it and then we can discuss it. That might be better. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, I'm going to pause my microphone. I'm going to put it up on the screen over to the right. You're going to see, um, where it says private chat. Mm -hmm. If you want to just click on that, you've already put hello in there. I'm going to put, I'm going to write hi. So when you want me to pause it, just pop in in there and I will pause it for us. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So this is um, this is on Wolfpack Radio. I'm going to put the description in, or I'm sorry, put the link to her new channel uh, in the description area below. If we could get one of our moderators to go to the channel, I guess we could put the link up in the chat room. It's Wolf 
PAC, PAQ radio. Um, and let's just start uh, right from the beginning here. Hi, and welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I am so happy to have you tune in tonight for this very special episode titled China, The Real Game of Thrones, Episode 8A. I have been working on this story for months, and it has not been easy. Information about China is buried deeply because they do not want us to know the, or see the whole picture of their diabolical plan for world domination. Do you think I'm exaggerating? What I have uncovered about China is something that every person should know about. And I'm going to explain it all to you and it can literally blow your mind. But before we continue, please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe. Due to the censorship on conservatives, most citizen journalists like myself are shadow banned or completely banned. The only way for us to get our word out is by having our listeners share our link. Now, back to the story. I wasn't even sure how to explain everything where it makes sense. So I'm just going to start at the beginning of my journey. It all started in Australia. I took my daughter, Alley Cat, to New South Wales, Australia to visit my friends for the month of November 2018. While we were there, my bestie, Beverly, was telling me how furious she was that Australia had sold a few of their ports to China and that China was buying up all kinds of places in Australia. Well, I thought it was odd that a foreign country could buy up a port. And I couldn't even remember what our Constitution said about foreigners owning oceanfront land in America. Well, I decided to research it when I got home from vacation, and that's exactly what I did. The first thing I did was go to QMAP.pub to see what Q had dropped on the topic, and also to see what tweets POTUS had. The QMAP shows both. I found 14 combined posts using the word port, 10 were Q posts, and 4 were tweets from POTUS. And I found a staggering 319 combined posts using the word China. 86 were Q posts and the rest were from uh, Donald Trump. So even though our president has been trying to replace the narrative to the real threat, which is China, the mainstream media keeps trying to redirect the false narrative, Russia, Russia, Russia. But Q pretty much nailed it in post 2351 dated October 5th, 2018, when he said, Look here, Russia. Do not look here, China. China! Let, let's say, let's So what's going on with China? I'm going to try to explain it all to you, but in all fairness, I do feel like I need to disclose that my pronunciation of these foreign words is so bad that, well, I'm going to try not to make your eyes, your ears bleed, okay? <laughs> now, let's start with the ports. The minute you search the internet for China on ports, you come up with headlines like China seaport shopping spree or how China rules the waves or China's massive port grab. Many of these stories can be linked to China's project they're working on, also called the One Belt and One Road Initiative. The Belt and Road is described as a massive trade and infrastructure project that aims to link China to dozens of economies across Asia, Europe, Africa, and Oceania, and not just via telecommunication. It literally connects them physically. It consists of two parts, the Belt, 
which mimics the old Silk Road land route, and the road, which is not even a road, but a route through various oceans. So the road is actually a modern-day Silk Road, maritime Silk Road. 71 countries, including China, are now taking part in the project, and together they represent about a third of the world's GDP. China has invested at least $900 billion in projects along the Belt and Road, and is involved in infrastructure development and investments in 152 countries and international organizations. The British and Dutch empires may have once been the poster children for colonization, but China is using their old tactics and taking over the game. I shouldn't say game. I should say the game. This has been planned and plotted for many years. And China, they have every intention of winning the real Game of Thrones. Now, one of the ways that China is going to win the real Game of Thrones is by using a type of debt trap diplomacy. Now, that's a debt that's carried out in the bilateral relations between countries. It involves one creditor country intentionally extending excessive credit to another debtor country with the alleged intention of extracting economic or political concessions from the debtor country when it becomes unable to honor its debt obligations, which is almost always lending based on assets, with assets including all infrastructure. Now, don't forget about the infrastructure because we're going to be coming back to that later on, okay? There are some that are playing down this threat by making a distinction between Chinese government and Chinese corporation. But things work differently over in China than they do here. In China, the government is involved in everything. In fact, 43% of all corporate profits in China are produced by companies that the Chinese government controls. And all the rest of the companies are very careful to follow the lead and direction of the Chinese government. China uses an infrastructure strategy based on development that targets repressive regimes, exploiting developing countries in a neocolonist manner by using high-rate loans. They also seek to coerce the invested countries to align with them on key strategic and military issues. Now, they have used this debt trap diplomacy to manipulate the issues at the UN. They will offer countries that vote with them more infrastructure projects and not give the offers to countries who vote against them. One of the best examples of debt trap is Sri Lanka. So China loaned them a lot of money with high interest rates to build this huge port and international airport. But in 2017, Sri Lanka, they couldn't pay the loan. And the port was leased to a Chinese state company, which is China's Merchant Port Holding Company Limited, on a 99-year lease. Now, another example of debt trap is Gwadar, Pakistan. And it's the hub of the China-Pakistan Economic Corridor. They got $19 billion worth of loans for infrastructure and energy projects. One New York Times investigative report from December 2018 reported on the emerging military dimensions of the investments, which she stated was a debt trap deal. In 2017, Pakistan announced that the same Chinese company would handle the operations of the strategic Qatar port over a period of 40 years, and they would carry out all the development work on the port on the Arabian Sea. This deal helped China, not Pakistan. The route through Qatar offers China its shortest path to the oil-rich Middle East, Africa, and most of the Western Hemisphere, besides promising to open up landlocked Xinjiang. I mean, China literally owns roads and railways and airports that reach out from all of their ports like giant tentacles reaching into every crevice of the world, even in Russia. And to be fair, we do live in a world where port operators from one country own and operate terminals in other countries. The Port of Singapore Authority operates terminals in 15 countries. Denmark's Merrick Lines has 76 ports in 41 countries. 
Switzerland's Mediterranean Shipping Company has 35 terminals in 22 countries. So if we just look at the raw numbers, it would seem as if China's maritime movements are in step with the rest of the world. But there are some things that most people aren't aware of that can make a huge difference on how we view China's maritime movements. Now, you have to remember, it's not always what you own, but where. China's international port holdings also tend to be very strategically positioned, not only connecting together like a dot-to-dot -dot across the map of Eurasia, but also linking in with the overland Silk Road at key junctions. This provides China with a new array of options for getting commodities and goods in and out of the country. It's a series of back doors, if you will. If one shipping lane goes down, China can bypass it and increase the flow to another, just like that. So let's talk about choke points. Uh, for you who listen to my show, you know that I'm a member of Alamo Militia here in Texas. So I have a tendency to think extremely tactical. And if you look at this tactically, using a military strategy, you have to notice the choke points. And like I said earlier, it's not what you own, but where and how China always seems to strategically uh, position their ports. Well, that's what they've done with the choke points. Now, what is a choke point? It's a geographical feature on land, such as a valley, defile, or bridge, or at sea, such as a strait, which your armed force is forced to pass, sometimes on substantially narrow front, and therefore greatly decreasing its combat power to reach its objective. Maritime choke points are narrow stretches of water that connect two significant bodies of water. They are called choke points because they can easily be blocked, easily be blocked due to their relatively constricted nature. Most maritime choke points are along major routes of international seaborne trade. Since 90% of the world's trade is by sea, the closures of such choke points usually have severe economic consequences for countries dependent upon such routes. It should be of no surprise that China has its grubby little paws in at least six of the critical maritime trade choke points. The Strait of Hermas is the strait that connects the Persian Gulf and the Gulf of Oman, leading to the Arabian Sea. The Strait of Malacca is located between Indonesia, Malaysia, and Singapore. It links the Indian Ocean to the South China Sea and the Pacific Ocean. The Suez Canal is a major transit route from the Persian Gulf to Mediterranean countries in North America. The Strait of Bab el Mandeb, traffic from the Persian Gulf to the Suez Canal and the Sumt Pipeline Mush go through this strait. The Turkish Straits. These straits come to the Black Seas to the Sea of Marmara. The Panama Canal connects the Pacific Ocean with the Caribbean Sea and the Atlantic Ocean. So we've talked about the One Belt and One Road Initiative, but the belt that we haven't discussed is the Digital Belt. And of course, China, they could throw that also. Chinese companies have been expanding their global footprint, and they now lead the world in exports of cameras, laptop computers, TV screens, and almost all smartphones. But they are not just exporting electronics. China is exporting digital dictatorship. They have been using these digital technologies to cement their grip on power. Big Brother meets Big Data. China has installed fiber optic internet cables, surveillance systems, smart city initiatives, telecom equipment, and internet connected appliances in dozens of countries around the world. Surveillance cameras, anonymous drones, citizens' data, these are all used to advance the Communist Party's interests and stifle any opposition. Many of the participants from the Belt and Road Initiative are on board and are happy to provide the digital backbone for China to be able to exercise this control. Like Zimbabwe, 
they were granted massive facial recognition infrastructure. Now China's not stupid. They know that massive surveillance and big data coupled with artificial intelligence makes it easier to monitor and throw billions of people. Artificial intelligence could allow centralized systems to become much more efficient than democratic decentralized systems. George Orwell's nightmare vision is coming true and it's coming from China, the world's first digital totalitarian state. Controlling the digital infrastructure of other nations, China is able to make use of that strategic position for intelligence operations, electronic surveillance, and geopolitical influence. Now, China usually keeps a back door in their digital infrastructure that allows them to access crucial data. And trust me, they have been working that door over time. Now, do you still think this doesn't affect you? Well, just hang on a little bit more because I think by the time I finish this show, you will know that it affects you and you will be very alert and possibly even just terrified. So let's talk about the United States of America. China owns over 1.1 trillion of U.S. debt, and China is the largest foreign holder of U.S. Treasury securities. And you can thank Barack Obama for most of it. I personally believe that he intentionally put us in debt to China because I truly believe he wanted America to fail. Did you know that eminent domain was given to China? It's true. On February 11, 2009, Bloomberg Business News reported that China was seeking guarantees for its U.S. government debt, and it appears they got it. On February 28, 2009, America tendered to China a written agreement which grants to the People's Republic of China an option to exercise eminent domain with the United States as collateral for China's continued purchase of U.S. Treasury notes and existing U.S. currency reserves. Well-placed sen senior sources at the U.S. Embassy in Beijing confirm the formal written agreement was delivered by none other than Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. The feds have actually mortgaged the physical land and property of all citizens and businesses in the United States. They have given a foreign power, the constitutional power, to take all of our property as actual collateral for continued Chinese funding of U.S. deficit spending and the continuing continued carrying out of U.S. national debt. Okay, let's play this out in the worst case scenario. Let's say that the U.S. government went belly up and China comes in and says, oh, hey, you owe us $700 billion in treasury notes and another $2 trillion in actual cash, which, by the way, is now worthless. So uh, we're going to have to go ahead and take the whole state of uh, Hawaii and the whole state of California in lieu of this bad debt. With the stroke of a Chinese chopstick, Hawaii and California, including all the land and all the buildings in these states, would then be owned by China. This confiscation would be totally legit because it was taken in payment of public debt. When our government agreed to eminent domain, it was the single most vile act of betrayal in the history of human existence. And I truly believe that Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton had no intention of paying our debt and every intention of letting China take our land. And if you think about it, the Chinese purchases in America make a little bit more sense because uh, they thought they were going to own all of America. China has literally been on the biggest spending spree in world history. They have bought infrastructure and properties in every continent of the world, including America. Under Barack Obama, America was literally for sale. 
And for the sake of time, I can't even start to list everything that they own in America because we just don't have enough time to do that. That's how how much it would be. But, you know, they some of the things that they bought really caught my attention. And, you know, they're notorious for using propaganda to brainwash the masses. So it was no surprise to me uh, when they snagged up AMC Entertainment Holdings and, and the legendary entertainment group. But they own stake, stakes in banks. They own Ingram Micro, which specializes in aviation and logistics. They even own the appliance division of GE. They have bought into heavy industry science, which is machinery used for construction, for agriculture, and for industrial purposes. They bought Smithfield Foods and acquired valuable hog farming and processing technology. This opens a channel for them to sell food from China in the U.S. That totally disgusts me, okay? They even own part of the Grand Canyon. Yes, I am being serious. If you book a hotel, chances are China owns them. They own the Radisson Hotels Group, Starwood Hotels, plus over 1,300 hotels on my Blackstone. They even own stake in the Hilton Hotels. I was floored when I found out that China owned the New York Waldorf Asteria. That really made me think. Okay, so um, thank you for playing that for me, Lori. I really appreciate it. Muted? I don't hear you. I don't hear you, Lori. Gotcha. Okay. Before we start, can you tell everybody when you were trying to put this video out when you're trying to upload it. What happened to you? Okay. okay. First of all, I'm going to go back a little bit before that, okay? <clears throat> Researching this story took me five months to do. I have never even, I've done a lot of research. I've been, I'm a college educated person. I'm, I'm, I, I had honors in English. I've done a lot of research papers and I've never had trouble researching like I have for this article. And I guess it's because Barack Obama gave away our internet, probably. And, you know, China has a lot more to do with censorship. They have every single thing buried. And even to find a port that they own is near impossible. This was the hardest thing to research that I have ever done in my life. Okay. So I finally get the story and I get it. It, it was such a huge story. I And it's not, it's, it's listed as 8A because there's several. This isn't the big story. The big story is Long Beach. I had to do this story to build into Long Beach, which I'm so amped to do. Okay, that's my next one. But uh, I, before, uh, whenever I started doing this, this story and I finally got the video done and then I went to go download the video. So I called my mom and my stepdad and my sister. And by the way, I want to give a big shout out to my sister. She's my evil twin. I may be the evil one. I'm not sure. She was the evil twin. Now I'm not sure who's the evil one. <laughs> it's debatable. But uh, she has been my soundboard for five months on this video. I would have lost my mind. I would be out in my shed working for hours and hours. I mean, 10, 12 hours a day the whole summer. Oh, I'm working on this story from China. I'm, I have this radio show. I'm working on this story from China. I have not broadcasted since the Denver airport one we did in April because I've been working on China. I usually do about three shows a week, you know, with Resistance. When I was with Resistance Radio. And, uh, so, 
you know, it was just very difficult. So big shout out to Deborah. That's my evil twin. I love you. Thank you, sister. And I love you. And so uh, anyways, I know I drove, I drove them. Everyone in the house nuts with this China. I was like, China, China, China. And the reason why is they're so diabolical and so evil. So I go to, to download the video. So I get a hold of my mom, my stepdad, my sister, my nephew, Nickel, my husband, my roommate, Alan, everyone. I'm like, oh, I finally downloaded my video from China. So we're going to have a big party and everybody come over and we'll eat dinner. So we'll watch it on the big screen. Well, it wouldn't download. It wouldn't download. It wouldn't download. So finally, I was like, well, you know, my mother's elderly. They're tired. So I'm like, okay, you know, let's just watch it on the laptop. Okay. So I was very disappointed. So we put it on the laptop. I play the video. And they're very attentive, which I really appreciated. And uh, so then I said, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and try to upload it again. I hit upload. And the minute I did, my phone just starts going off. And I can literally, I have my phone here. I can, I can show you the voice messages. I should have got my mom to send me the video because I made her. I had a speakerphone. I had my mom uh, videotape the conversation. Supposedly it was Apple saying I was hacked from foreign entities to people overseas. She just got hacked by Russia and by Germany. And I'm like, no, no, it was China. It's China. It's it's not. It's China. Well, they fried my whole computer. They Anything that had to do with graphics, the drivers for graphics, anything to do with videos was fried, Okay. And the, the video would not download. Um, it was gone. How I managed to retrieve it is just, it's a miracle because I worked for a whole week trying to get this up and replacing so many parts and paying money and doing all kinds of things to finally retrieve this video and actually get it downloaded. I don't expect it to be up too long because of China's censorship. But uh, they're evil, they're vile, and they're watching us. They're watching every single thing we do. And that's going to be in the next part. And so I'll discuss that in a minute. But Going back to the property uh, that we were just discussing. So I put in there that China even owns part of the Grand Canyon. Well, in my research, this is what I found. So like I said, I was supposed to meet Lori. And yes, we kind of, you know, have a little bit of fun when we meet up in Las Vegas, <laughs> which we could meet anywhere. But I always tell Lori, I don't want my feet sold on Yankee soil. No offense, y'all guys. <laughs> it's a joke. Don't get offended. But uh, we like Las Vegas. So we think that's a meeting place. And so I went up there and I was supposed to meet her, but our schedules got mixed up and I'd already bought the ticket. So, uh, well, I didn't actually buy the ticket. I got it free, but that's another story. And so I went up there and I said, well, you know, while I'm here, I, I'm going to go ahead and go to the Grand Canyon and I'm going to talk to these people. I'm going to interview these people and find out what the hell's going on with China. And so I actually did. And I talked to all of my Indians that own the, supposedly own the Grand Canyon. And they were a little bit shady uh, in their answers, but they were pretty much consistent um, from what they're saying is that the engineer who built the skywalk is Chinese and he died. And now the family of the engineer is actually suing them trying to get ownership of the skywalk or a part of it. But then other people I talked to who wanted to be off the record, although I did get their pictures because I'm sneaky like that, but I won't air it because they didn't want me to. Uh, told me that, yes, that China had invested in this skywalk and were investors and did indeed own part of this Grand Canyon. And I noticed that the wall, like last time, it was probably about 10 years ago when I went to uh, the sky 
I went where my husband and I stayed there. And before it was like about 25 miles of gravel. It was like a godforsaken road. So when I came this time, it was all paved. And I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? You know, it's paved. And so then we got up there. Well, last time when my husband and I went, you just walked straight into the souvenir shop. You bought a ticket and you went out to the skywalk. Oh, no, not now. Now you go in. There's people out there stopping you, telling you where to park, like 5,000 miles away. You park, and then you had to walk a million miles, go inside of these souvenir shops. Then you had to pay $60 to get on a tour bus, which takes you to three different parts of the Grand Canyon. And there's an extra fee. I think it was $28 or $30 to go onto the actual skywalk, which I, so I did not do that. And so I just stood there and watched everyone else on the skywalk, and I was perfectly happy. But, you know, I had a chance to interview the people, like I said, and they're saying now that the Wallapais have paid back the Chinese and that now the Chinese don't know any of the that part of the Grand Canyon. But to be honest with you, my spotty senses were still going off a little bit. They did tell me this, but as being a citizen journalist and Lorgan attested to this, when your spotty senses are going off, you're usually right. So I think there's more to this story than I'm getting. So I think that they may, may still own a stake in this, but the Wallapais were saying that they do not. So that was what I got on my investigation. Another interesting thing I found, which Lori cut the video off just a little bit short of the part where I wanted you to hear it, but that's okay. Uh, is the, and I always say this wrong, but it's a Waldorf, I think it's Asteria, like the, like the goddess Aster, right? Asteria, the goddess, known the deep state. Is that right? It's Waldorf. It, no, it's Astoria, and it does yeah. come from the Asters, one of the 13 Illuminati families. Right. So I'm going to say Aster because I'm from Texas. You say tomato, I say tomato. We got our own little language here. So uh, why change? <laughs> so, well, anyways, um, in the video, you'll find out that while I was researching the Waldorf, I actually found out that there's a secret underground railroad in the New York Waldorf. And it was made, what was the president who had polio? Was it Roosevelt? Um, I'm going blank. I'm having a mind fart on it. Uh, was it Roosevelt? I can't remember. The president who had the polio and he didn't want I believe people it to was, know he had I believe it was, it was uh, FDR. Roosevelt? Was it FDR? So anyway, so, um, so anyway, so they had developed this underground railroad that goes all, all under New York City from that hotel. Now, when you're researching it, all the pictures they show are this old, decrepit, broke down, things that don't work. So it just looks like this shaft that's no good and the railroad doesn't work. But in my research, I found an article on the last George Bush, George Bush Jr. And, uh, and this article talked about how they had it up and running, waiting in case he had a meeting there while there was a bunch of other uh countries in New York and they were all meeting and it talked about how running in case there were the hell out of Dodge. So it's very misleading internet because it makes it look like it's just this old rundown thing that hasn't been used since FDR. And that is a lie. And I found that out and I do have the article. I can post that if I need to, to show y'all that. So I found that very interesting. It just goes to show you how conniving and how evil they actually are in the media. They lie about everything, you know. So there's a railroad underneath New York City that China has to tell China. and the access to. And that creeps me the hell out, okay? Does that creep you the hell out? That's not good. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, let me see if I can pull up. Hold on a second. Let me do this. Um, 
I can show people it. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see, railroad. Well, I have some pictures of it in the video, so. Waldorf Astoria, uh, inside track 61. Is that what they called it? Track, track 61. Let me see if we get some images here. Oh, yep. Same ones. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me share it. Do a screen share. Uh, here we go. Yep. Here we go. So, tra yeah, track 61, secret train platform under the Waldorf. Yeah, all these pictures make it look like they're old. It's not. I Like I said, I have the article. I don't have it with me. I probably do have it with me if I can drag through all my papers. But uh, it's not because they're talking about George Bush having it for an escape route, and it was up and running. Wow. That wasn't that long ago. No, that wasn't that long ago at all. This looks, it makes it look like it hasn't been up and running and exactly. oh, probably, yeah. Oh my goodness. Probably since the twenties, thirties. Right. Cause they don't want you to know that it's up and running and it's in great condition, but it is because if it's up and running for George Bush to make an escape in case of an emergency, it's running damn good. It's not just running. It's running damn good because they were going to put our president on it to save him. Exactly. So kind of creepy. Interesting. Wow. I have a fetish for tunnels. <laughs> All my articles always talk about tunnels because I'm just obsessed with them. And trust me, I've got the tunnel story of a lifetime on my next show. And I, I'm just busting. And you know, that's funny that you say that, that you, you have a thing for tunnels because I truly don't. Um, there was a <laughs> railroad that was that came through Illinois about a month ago that Dave wanted to go see it. And we had to go under the road. There was a tunnel to go under the road to get to the other side of the railroad tracks. I won't even do it. I'm like, nope, mm -mm, not going to do it. No, I didn't say I want to go in the tunnel, Lori. I said I like to research the tunnels. <laughs> I like to know what the deep state is doing in the tunnels. But I am not a tunnel rat. I do not want to be in the tunnel. I just got locked in the elevator the day I got back from the Grand Canyon at the hospital. That was bad enough. I mean, I was beating on the door screaming, let me out, let me out. Help me, help me. It's <laughs> horrible. So I don't want to be in the tunnel. No, I don't like it. I'm losing your sound. For this show. And I keep blinking. I don't know why my, it's never done that before either. Blinking over here. Anyways, um, do you want me to continue to play your video or do you want, do you have other? Yeah, go ahead because this is the good, the good stuff's coming up. That was just the background and now it's getting to the good stuff. Okay. All righty.
I don't know if I'm on the air or not, but I do not hear the video and I do not hear Lori. tradition that American presidents stay at the New York Waldorf Asteria and uh, when they're in New York. So when I saw this, I remember an article that I had read where Barack Obama couldn't stay there uh, during one of his New York visits because China owned it. Well, I decided to go back and refresh myself on the article. That's when I stumbled across another article about this hotel's big secret. It has a private railway underneath the hotel. So many people don't even know about this. Why would Barack Obama allow How odd is this? Okay. Let's try this again, guys. I'm well aware of but doing this all the time. Okay, I want to share the audio on this video. Okay, share. Microphone, because otherwise we get a feedback, which is what I've been doing right along. So let's try it again. Go back and refresh myself on the article. And that's when I stumbled across another article about this hotel's big secret. It has a private railway underneath the hotel. So many people don't even know about this. Why would Barack Obama allow communist China to have access to a private railway under New York City? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because China owns him. And they, they own a lot of our politicians. So, who are these government officials that China owns? Q points out many players, uh, including Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and Dianne Feinstein, plus top spots in the FBI, DOJ, and state. Q calls Obama cheating Obama, and he points out that Joe Biden is part of the DNC swamp. And you know, Joe Biden's brother did get a $15 billion contract in Iran, and his son got a $1.5 billion deal with China. And you know that Hillary Clinton is as dirty as she gets. She points out that her emails were not hacked. She sold them to China via CrowdStrike. And her emails also revealed CIA agents in China that resulted in their identity being exposed. And then they were murdered. So she has a lot of blood on her hands. Q also tells us that Hillary sold our country's secrets and uranium to China and Russia. 
Diane Feinstein is another trader who has been a bridge for information to China. She had a Chinese spy working top level in her office for over 20 years. Through Q, we discovered that Diane Feinstein is connected to Chinese Silicon Valley of hardware. She has been implicating and helping Chinese spies introduce and distribute malicious microchips into the supply chain. A Chinese military unit designed and manufactured microchips as small as a sharpened pencil tip. Some of these chips were made to look like signal conditioning couplers, and they incorporated memory, networking cap capability, and significant processing power for an attack. These microchips uh, were inserted at Chinese factories that supplied Supermicro, and they're one of the world's biggest sellers of server motherboards. The sabotage servers made their way inside of data centers operated by dozens of companies. And when a server was installed and switched on, the microchip altered the operating system's course so that it could accept modifications. The chip could also contact computers controlled by the attackers and search for further instruction and code. The attack by Chinese spies has reached almost 30 U.S. companies, including Amazon and Apple, by compromising America's technological supply chain. According to extensive interviews with government and corporate sources, the they said that it might have been even more than that. The discovery actually sent a shudder through the intelligence community because elemental servers could be found in the Department of Defense data centers to process drone and surveillance camera footage and the CIA's drone operations and the onboard networks of Navy warships used to transmit feeds of airborne missions and inside government buildings to enable secure video conferencing. NSA both Houses of Commerce and the Department of Homeland Security have also been its customers. And Elemental was just one of the hundreds of Supermicro customers. Q also told us that the CIA owns and operates Facebook, also known as DARPA. And the CIA used Facebook, Google, and Twitter for real-time umbrella spying on all U.S. citizens. And using phones, iPads, microphones equipped with embedded with spy chips and spy algorithms. Now, they used the microphone for listening and bulk data collection. They tapped into the GPS router of the devices for real-time tracking, and they tapped into the camera function of the device in order to view and record all target designators. Q warns us repeatedly that they are listening to us 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. I mean, haven't you ever just felt like somebody's watching you or listening to you? How many times have you sat in your house and talked about well, like, for instance, cat litter boxes. The other day, I was talking about cat litter boxes. And the next thing you know, cat litter boxes is all in my news feed on Facebook. It just makes you wonder, are they listening to us? Well, you don't want to say anything because you might look paranoid. Well, guess what? You're not paranoid. And they are. So, it's obvious that leverage is one of the reasons that they're spying on us. Leverage by blackmail and gaining political favors. But there's a more sinister reason. Because of our corrupt government officials, China has real-time access to our secrets. Using Facebook, Twitter, and Google, they have our name, birthday, friends, locations that we like to go to, things we like and do not like, our political affiliation, our religion. They have our facial recognition. They even have our fingerprints. They are watching us and listening to us, collecting and studying our data like we are lab rats. They do the same thing in China to its citizens including a social media score. Now, this score determines whether you're worthy, okay, or unworthy. If you're worthy, you can travel, or you can get a house without a deposit. But if you're unworthy, you're sent to a concentration camp.
a concentration camp. That's pretty intense. And that's what they say is for re-education. And many people reportedly never return from it. Many people think this could never happen to them. But are they sure about that? I recently discovered a site that had all my information on it. It's called My Life. This lists your name, age, address, work, income, net worth, religion, ethnicity, relationship status, children, political affiliation, automobile information, your personal story, and it also lists a reputation score, which states it is based on public information gathered from government, social, and other sources. Plus, personal reviews written by others to help people learn more about others and improve their own reputation to impact their lives personally and professionally. Earlier when we were talking about infrastructure, I had said, hey, uh, don't forget that because we're going to come back and talk some more about infrastructure. Well, this is uh, what I wanted to talk to you about. When I was researching infrastructure for this article, I noticed that they had added personal infrastructure as a form of infrastructure. Now, you can think of that in the term of human capital. And it said uh, in Encyclopedia Britannia, human capital is defined as intangible collective resources possessed by individuals and groups within a given population. So your, your worth, what's your worth physically, what's your worth with your uh, education, what's your worth with your job skills, what's your worth with your social score. They now list you as your own capital. So we're going to be talking about this a little bit more and how this affects each and every one of us in real time. So what is China actually up to? Why are they doing all this? I mean, that really seems to be the million dollar question. And it's one that I have absolutely pondered over for months. And I've finally put the pieces together and come to the conclusion that I can say with certainty I believe that they plan on invading America, conquering it, and crippling Europe at the same time. Now, many naysayers are going to say, why would China attack us? They need our money. Seriously? Does it look like they need our money? I don't think so. I think what they want is land, clean air, water, minerals, and cheap labor. Now, bear with me while I go down this rabbit hole, and let's look at it from a tactical view, okay? Remember, I said that sometimes it's not what you own, but where? China has spent billions buying up infrastructure in every continent of the world. They pretty much own the west coast of America. They even own the port of Long Beach. And the port of Long Beach in itself is a story of its own. And it will be the topic of my next video, so be sure and stay tuned. The west is full of resources, including the majority of national parks. And the UN controls our national parks. China has learned to manipulate the UN outcomes. Remember I told you China used its infrastructure grants to sway votes at the UN? The West is also mineral rich, and China wants our minerals, make no mistake. They also won't hit the West Coast with catastrophic hits because of the fault lines and the ramifications with the Ring of Fire, which we share with China. So, since we both share the Pacific and the Ring of Fire, I don't think that that's going to be something they're going to do. There's also uh, too great of risk to destroy the aquifers in the West. I think China will strike the Upper East Coast. It has the least risk of aquifer contamination. If they were smart, they would put sleeper cells and have them strike with nukes simultaneously on the Upper East Coast and the Mediterranean. Both areas have fault lines, especially the Mediterranean. 
And these fault lines, they could be manipulated to cause even more damage, which would call great, cause great numbers of death and uncalculated collateral damage. America and Europe would be paralyzed. Loss of the power grid would cause chaos. There would be earthquakes, tidal waves, and then an Indian summer on both sides of the Atlantic. This would cause even more people to die. China owns the digital belt as well. And with the flip of the switch, they can weaken the rest of the world, including our allies. China can then put military blockades on all the maritime choke codes. They can use their massive container ships to come in from the Pacific Ocean to the West Coast, bringing in military in full force and their equipment. China can use the infiltrated spy chips to disable our warships and our drones. They can even disable our comms. As China moves from town to town, taking over America, they will be able to use artificial intelligence to scan us, and they will easily identify us and know exactly by our reputation score where they need to send us. They may even shoot us right on the spot. After they have conquered us, they will be able to tell exactly who they haven't rounded up. Again, with the metadata drops, they know everything about us and will be easily be able to track us down. They know where we hunt, where we fish, and where our relatives live. There would be no place to hide from the terrible dragon. And if they couldn't find you, they will strike out at you anyway. China is notorious for killing the innocent loved ones of defectors. They are cold and calculated. Under trader Barack Obama, America was for sale, even the citizens, literally. Why take payment plans for America when you could take America and own its citizens as acquired infrastructure? And just like that, with no warning, with one swift and deadly global attack, the world we know would cease to exist, and China would rule the world. The victors in the real Game of Thrones. All right, so I took a lot of notes. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I took a lot of notes while we, while we were watching that. Um, I mean, when you and I talked, uh, it it just all came together. And uh, between the debt, we know that the Chinese have bought our markers, our loan markers. Um, and you and I, we both uh, had had uh, brought up the topic of the the huge cities in China that were being built that just sat empty. And you know, we thought you know this this may have go along with it also with being you know the uh, uh, H uh, uh, human resources the uh, you know the buying up of the loans like you mentioned in the video. Um, they, if they were to call the loan, uh, call the loan markers in, um, you know, what do, what did they use as collateral? Well, they used us as collateral. Um, and we know that when, you know, something gets repossessed, what do they do? They come and get it. We also talked about how I told you that in 2000, and I believe it was, it was right around Jade Helm. When uh, China or when the United States allowed uh, China to put boots on the ground in uh, um, Hawaii, so 
Yeah, Jade Helm. <laughs> there was. Oof. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> I I, Jade Helm was literally in Bastrop, Texas, right down the road from me. And you don't know me, so you don't know if I'm crazy or not crazy. But I, they terrorized me. They put a helicopter in my backyard right over my practice camp. Okay. They, but I was huge on social media at that time. I, I, I used to be famous on social media before, uh, before Facebook killed me or China or whoever the hell <laughs> they killed me, you know, but yeah, I, they literally put a damn helicopter in my, on my practice camp. Okay. They terrorized me. I almost had a nervous breakdown. Don't give me. I do have a theory about those cities, Lori, which I didn't have before. Okay, let's hear it. And now, my would you like to hear my, my theory? Absolutely. Okay, so I didn't have any, I had no theory. I, I was like, what the hell? Can I say hell? Because I like to say hell. Is that all right if I say that on this show? Yeah. I've been in Australia, show. bloody hell. <laughs> but uh, You can, you okay, can so, say whatever you want to say on the show. Bloody hell. Okay, so I didn't have a theory on these cities. And so I, I was like, what the hell? Why are they having these cities? But then when I put together the fact that they have it set up to, I believe, take over America, not just take over America, but destroy the whole East Coast, which you didn't show the pictures of aquifers. OK, now, if you look at the uh, and everyone criticized me that I say aquifers wrong, apparently they don't like the way I pr pronounce it. So whatever. But uh, the water tablets uh, are underneath the ground. OK. There's not that many up around New York, you know, and in that area. And so it would make perfect sense if they're going to come in and they're going to take our land. They're going to want, they want our minerals. They need our minerals. And they're right. not going to mess up our water because they're hugely overpopulated. And if you look at the East Coast and the map and the video of, of the water there, the water Let me tablet, find it. Let me will, find it here. Yeah, you'll see that there's not that many on the East Coast. So that makes it perfectly logical that that's where they would strike, right? Now, I got to thinking, what about these damn cities? Why do they have these damn cities that are just abandoned cities? And then it dawned on me. Well, they've got all the deep state players. They've got all these deep state players who are part of get them off of the East Coast and put them somewhere. So why not put them in these abandoned cities? And that makes a lot of sense. Because these people have paid a lot of money to, you know, sell all of our secrets and they work for they work for China, so they need a safe harbor, and there will not be no safe harbor for them in America. So why not put them in China? That would actually make right. a little. It's logical. But see that, what that I'm is, talking about? There was no water there. All the water is all over here. See, look at the the uh, East Coast. See how very little water there is there. I do see. So that. If they need it. They're going to do less collateral damage. Then over on the West Coast. Now, part of the video that I was talking about, which I should have put a better graphic up, and I regret that. I wanted to make a few changes in that video, but because I got hacked by China and everything else, I didn't even want to take a chance on going back and editing it. But if you take a map of all the forest and, you know, this, the things, see, the UN is, is in there. The UN is in all of our forests. And if you look at the West Coast, the whole West Coast, the one third of our United States is just a red dot of stuff that the that the government owns. Okay, and on these on these forests and these you know national places, national parks, UN is in there. Now, do you uh, have a map? The, do you have a map that I could pull up of that? I I don't have one. I didn't okay. send you one. I just 
dropped the ball on that. But I, but it is. It's just like that. It's it's just the whole one third of the United States is completely red if you do that. That whole entire West Coast. I mean, not just the West Coast, all the way over. Which probably I'm not going to try to go into the Bundys and the Finnegans and all that. Who are my friends? Well, I was actually going to say but, now. Didn't uh, who's the uh, the 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 guy there? The the old one, the old guy we don't like. Uh, Harry Reid. Oh. God, that bastard. Yes, Harry Reid. Harry uh, Reid and his son have yeah. links to China. Yes. <laughs> I think they're probably the ones that beat the hell out of Harry Reid, okay? That's what I think. Because, you see, what you have to understand is, you know, like, all right, let's 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 just go, let's just get off track for a minute. You know, these California fires, okay? These California fires. They all run right down where Diane Feinstein's husband is wanting to make this, yeah. you know, railway this fast railway that goes right. right down it that's where all the fires are at i mean right. they're behind it and you have these these ridiculous laws where people can poop in the street and they don't have you know plastic straws and they want people to leave because they plan on taking california they're doing everything they can to get them people the hell out of california they want them out of california they yeah, want i personally that. think that uh hiroshima is um or not Hiroshima. she's well, fukushima is far less uh, uh, far less a danger than most people are are aware of. I think that they're they're hyping it up, and I think that they're you know um, putting things out there to as fear porn for people, so they're afraid to live in in California, so that they'll leave. Um, there's yeah. a new vodka they just they're putting out now. It's called um, radioactive or something like that. It's, it's vodka um, made from the from from the rice. Um, right in that area. So there's not, it's, it can't be as bad as, as they're trying to make it out to be. If, if we've got uh, commerce coming out of that area, you know, Lori, there are so many Chinese here. There are, I'm not racist or nothing like that. I'm terrified of these people. Okay. Because we should be terrified. Never underestimate your enemy. Okay. Now, like I said, I've looked at this from a tactical point of view, but there's been some things in my life that happened. that was just kind of random and weird. Like in two. 2010 and 2012 i was in okay i like to gamble okay you know i keep saying i was in vegas i was in vegas you know <laughs> so every story i'm like oh i was in vegas but yeah i go there a lot because i do like i like those little because i like the slot machines but anyways i was in las vegas like 2010 and 2012 and i noticed that you know the 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 little caption at the bottom of the tv and, and i'm sheltered you know i live in the country in texas i i don't go to the big slot of traffic I'm pretty sheltered. I don't even watch the news. So the fact that I'm a citizen journalist, I do a lot of deep research, but I don't even watch TV. I don't even, I don't have cable, you know? And so I have been a little bit sheltered in my life as far as, you know, being around people. But I thought, what the hell? Why do they got a Chinese subtitle on all this stuff, you know, on, on all your TV channels? So that caught my attention way back then. Okay. And then while we were there in 2010, 2012, I was like, oh my God, there's so many Chinese people here. It's there like everywhere. Well, then I think. 2019, I guess 2017 or 2018, I'm not sure. Betty West, a really good friend of mine, I call her Linda, but that's another story. Whenever we, I took her, we went to Las Vegas for like 10 days uh, at the Bellagio and we were sitting at the restaurant. It was, last, it was last year. Last year. And so I told, I told uh, Betty, mm -hmm. I said, Betty, I said, let's, uh, let's just sit here at the, at the Bellagio. Bellagio, you know, at the all-you-can-eat buffet in the here, 
Don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. And don't look behind you. Put your eyes straight ahead and let's just look straight ahead and let's just see how many Oriental people that we can count. Girl, we were up to like 500 people in like the first two minutes. I mean, that's insane. So then we were also, she was on a little scooter because she's like 75 years old, you know? And so we were like riding this little scooter and we were going all around and taking the tram and stuff. And we, I, we got lost. Okay. We got lost, which is the story of my life. And so we ended up down, I don't even remember what casino it was, but it was some casino and we ended up kind of in the, in the bottom level of it. And there, I was looking for Uber. It says, you aren't there, Lori, to give me a ride. Thank you very much. <laughs> and so we were, we were at this underground level and there were these buses just, I mean, there were so many buses as far as you can see were buses and these buses were coming in and unloading hundreds of China people. And then the next bus would come in and hundreds more would get out. And the next one would come in and hundreds more would get out. And this just, we sat there for an hour and I was just like, what is going on? And, you know, I'm wondering because, you know, they own and Donald Trump, by the way, our president, our beloved, my beloved president, who I absolutely worship the ground this man walks on is saving us. from. People don't understand the threat that we are under for China and they don't understand how Donald Trump is safe. They do not understand what China is trying to do or how scary and what a horrible situation that we could be in just like that. Okay. And so, you know, Donald Trump, he's, he is making a lot of changes on this, but I'm telling you, man, there's, oh, it's just crazy. It, it's just crazy. It's funny. Um, I have made the comments jokingly throughout the years that, you know, everybody's afraid you know, everybody that would say, oh, well, you know, we, we are going to need to learn Russian. I have mentioned, I, I don't, can't tell you how many people have said, no, we need to learn Mandarin. Yes. Oh, and what I was going to say about that was, uh, and I got a little distracted because I was thinking about president, but because don't, do you know that China owned the port of Long Beach? They owned it. A lot of people don't know this. They go. I didn't know it. I didn't know it until you and I talked and then you, exactly. you talked. And don't I, I kind of know about, I kind of know about what's coming up with Long Beach. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but, um, and that's yes. He's forcing them to sell it. And, and they're selling it now and no telling this is one of the largest container ports in the world. Do you know how many people and equipment and weapons that they could have been bringing in and people like I saw off getting off that bus. God only knows how many are in this country of sleeper cells. People should be very afraid of China. I they're agree. With. And, and when you think about it, we know that there is tens of thousands of foreign troops with boots on the ground in this country right now. And a lot of people, you know, oh, it's the Russians, Russians, Russians. I happen to know that um, there's, yes, there is an, uh, tens of thousands of Russians, but there are also the Chinese army that's here also. And when they brought them over back in 2013, and, and allowed them to be here. They trained them not only in urban warfare. Um, there's a town, uh, I believe it's in Tennessee, in Alabama, somewhere in that area that they they made just for urban teaching urban combat. Um, uh, these these uh, soldiers went to this area. They were trained in urban combat. But we also trained them in our defense system, which I couldn't understand at the time why we would allow that. Um, but that's, check it out. I'm not lying to you guys. 
And that goes along, I, I think, I happen to think that that goes along with the chips that they're putting in our, um, in, in our technology. Why on earth would you buy defense technology from a, from a country that you consider not so much your ally? It's called Barack Obama. Right. Okay. Yeah. Traitors. And They're traitors. And they sold America was for sale, pay for play. And that's the thing is when Donald Trump right. came into office, a lot of people, they're like, hey, you know, shit. first of all, turn off the TV. Quit watching the news because it's all lies and propaganda, okay? Because when he came in, if you remember, one of the first things he did was get that military bill to put all that money to restructure our military. Because Donald Trump already knew that they had infiltrated everything. Do you know that in 2017, there were over, I, I read about four or five warship wrecks that wrecked into each other because China had went in put chips into our warships yeah. Yeah. and went in and freaking made our warships wreck. They can't control our equipment. They can control our nukes. They can control our warships. They can control our drones. Do people not understand? They can control. They can make your car wreck. They really, truly, this isn't sci-fi. This is a reality. They did this through super micro and elemental. <laughs> Right. They sold America. They sold our secrets. They are traitors. Yeah. This is all coming out, and there's going to be pain, and they're going to jail. Watch it. Watch it happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Now, when you look at the ports, and I, I, we believe, you know, we I talked about this. When I, I, I think I did send you this this link here. Now, these are the executive orders uh, put forth by FEMA, and when. Uh, um, uh, we go under uh, martial law. And so um, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Here's 10 executive orders, okay? And I'm going to read these to you because these it plays along with, with all of this um, foreign uh, entities, foreign entities taking up what they own on this, this, on, on U.S. soil, because we know that they own banks, they own schools, they own sports stadiums, they own um, electric power grids, they own ports, they own—I mean, they own a lot of things. Okay, so I want to read these. Two. Everything they own, everything uh, they own, everything. Yeah. So, Executive Order One Zero Nine Nine Five: Seizure of all communication media in the media in the United States. Executive Order One Zero Nine Nine Seven: Seizure of all electric power, fuels, and minerals, public and private. Executive Order 10999, seizure of all means of transportation, including personal cars, trucks, or vehicles of any kind, and total control of highways, seaports, and waterways. And whenever I say this one, Dave's always like, that's me, because that's, he, they would take control over his, his, vehicle, his trucks, his 18-wheeler. Uh, Executive Order 11000, seizure of all American people for workforces under federal supervision, including the splittings of families if the government finds it necessary. Executive Order 11001, seizure of all health, education, and welfare facilities, public and private. Executive Order 11002, empowered the Postmaster General to register all men, women, and children in the U.S. I find that one interesting because back in 2000 and probably 10, 9, 10, um, when we, when the, the uh, remember when the, the dots on your, your mailboxes, all that, that stuff came out and, um, 
it was that was their first way of implementing to track people um, was that now, of course, they have other means of doing it. But that that was when they put this in order and put it forth that the postmaster general would have um, federal supervision um, over uh, keeping track and registering. And that's why that's why they have the census every few years. Um, Executive Order 11003, seizure of all airports and aircraft. Executive Order 11004, seizure of all housing and finance authorities to establish forced relocation designated areas to be abandoned as unsafe. Agenda 21. Executive Order 11005, seizure of all railroads, inland waterways, and storage facilities, public and private. And uh, Executive Order 12919 was signed June 3rd, 1994 by President Clinton, encompassing all of the executive orders above, meaning that he re he um, uh, reestablished those. And he if they were if any of them had um, uh, expiration dates on them, he redid them. So I find that interesting. Also, you mentioned how China has their social media score. And they're, they're doing psychological profiles on all of us. Um, where do you think most of the apps come from? This is for a bit. We treat bonsai, can you see my shirt? Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's for we tree bonsai on chat. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. For we tree Beatrice Banzai, she's my my uh, my lead uh, my lead moderator. Yeah, um, but uh, they have the China is where all of our apps come from. China is where um, I did a show a couple of years ago on uh, the po the Pokemon, uh, the po the new Pokemon app that went you know that had people, um, you know. Go? Uh, yeah, it was the Pokemon app where, you know, you would play Pokemon would, Go. What's going on with Pokemon Go? I'm going to do it. Don't say it. Don't say it. They're tracking, <laughs> they're tracking you. They're listening oh, to you I in your that. home. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, 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 nothing Pokemon. new. Nothing new. I mean, we, we all know. <laughs> That's why I find with Pokemon. They're listening to us anyway. I know, I mean, right? Know. <laughs> right. Um, another thing is, uh, you talked about, like I said, you talked about the social media score. I want to play something for you guys. This is. Do, I just want to say one little thing. Did you catch the part where I said that about my life? I actually went in and found my life, and it's yeah. it has reputation score and it had everything about yes. me. And guess what? My reputation score is lower than my child's. Okay. And guess what? I, I, don't have bad credit. I don't have bad credit. I own my own home. I own my own vehicle. It's paid and clear. I'm a college graduate. I'm a counselor with, with three degrees in mental health. Okay. I, you know, I was delicate for the presidential party. I, I go to church. I mean, come on now. Well, I don't go to church that much anymore since Lori got me all paranoid about my religion. But that's all right. That's why I don't do a lot of things anymore because Lori's <laughs> got in my head. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty solid citizen in America. And my children have higher reputation scores than I do. Yeah. Because why? Because I'm on social media talking crap about the deep state. That's why. And you're absolutely, videos, you're absolutely and right. Um, <laughs> my my score. I did actually look at it um, a, a couple weeks ago, and my score on my life is uh, is very very low. Mine's two fifty. Um, I'll ship. 
I think I, I don't remember. Mine's a one point nine, I think. Yeah, my sister's is even lower than that. <laughs> she got a horrible score. I feel bad for. Her. Yeah, mine's a so. one point something. I don't remember what it is, but it's it's pretty you low. You should be really low reputation score because you're the conspiracy guru. So of course you're gonna have a low reputation score because you're out there and we love you. What would we do without Lori Alexander? I mean, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> love you. Um, now I'm all flustered and can't even think. Um, so, um, yeah, I did. I, I went to look at my score. My score really, mine sucks. And, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, I really don't care because I mean, it's at my age, you know, I mean, I, I keep thinking of, you know, in just a couple more years, I'm going to be able to do one of those, um, uh, what do I say? Those, um, commercials that they do for agenda 21 going, I lived a good life. You can all euthanize me. So, you know, stuff like that, but I'm going to play for you guys. When they take us over, I always say, they say, why are you a militia? I said, because we have to train because we never know what FEMA camp we're going to escape from. Baby, it's not FEMA. You need to worry about it. It's the China concentration yeah. camps. Absolutely. Based on your reputation score, you know. Based on reputation score, absolutely. I'm gonna play you guys. I'm gonna play you guys a video. This is come. This is the trailer from uh, the Netflix show Black Mirror. It's called Nosedive. It's season three, episode one. And take a look at this, guys. This is this. I think is pretty interesting. I'm gonna mute. Nosedive. Nosedive. Nosedive is a satire on acceptance and the image of ourselves we like to portray and project to others. It stars Bryce Dallas Howard, who's fantastic, and she's playing a character called Lacey, who lives her life trying to Please, everyone. Lacey is lost. She's lost herself in this world where she thinks that her value is equivalent to her points. Two starts. Two stars? Wasn't a meaningful encounter. Everyone is a little bit heightened and false because everyone's terrified of being marked down because the consequences of that are unpleasant. So it's basically the world we live in. <laughs> Okay, so if you guys haven't watched Black Mirror on Netflix, uh, give it a give it a shout. It's a season three, episode one, and it, it does. It talks about the uh, the social social media score. Your social, you know, people worried about uh, you know your how what you, what your reputation score is, um, how nice you are to people, um, how you know. I mean, I can't imagine if you and I had that app walking around and going, oh look at the chemtrails, you know, they'd be all like, Ch -ch 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 -ch, you know, <laughs> drop, 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 drop. But um, uh, China has its China has its hand in just about everything. Um, they're, they're buying up the, the paws. They're grubby little paws. 
Um, a couple of years ago, I was looking into something, and uh, it was a it's an acronym people were were throwing around. It was a panda, and um, I knew it had something to do with China, but I didn't really know what it what it had to do with. When you were doing your investigation, did you come across the acronym of panda at all? No. P a n d a. I did not. You didn't. Okay. It but it's so, so it's so kind of so huge. It's such a big story. There's no way to even research all of it. So, what does it mean? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no clue. Uh, you know what uh, what it meant. But I, I we had come across it a couple of us here on YouTube, and we were kind of looking at it and looking at uh, you know what the possibility of it was. So yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. So. Um, there I am wearing that same shirt again that I'm wearing now. Like the only shirt I have. Uh, we are cute. <laughs> I wear it every day. <laughs> I love this shirt. I'm just going to put this up on the screen because this is where you can find Anne on Wolfpack Radio. And I got to say, I absolutely love your intro. Your intro is the, just the bomb. Um, Thank you. That's uh, JT Wild. Uh, is uh, where we go when we go all, which is my URL. Uh, WWG. Where we go, WWG one, WGA, and JT Wild actually let me use that, and I was very excited about him when he's a song, and he loves the intro, and so that was pretty exciting. Thank you, Lori, and that graphic that you just put up there, Lori made that, for me. and I'm gonna actually use that. Yes, I'm gonna use that for my business cards. I love it. I think it's awesome. I did. I actually made this for for Anne. She was one of the first ones that I made uh, this this intro for, um, and I also did another one uh, uh, from our uh, one of our friends here, Mike Soror with Soror Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I did one for him. Also, I'm working on one for um, another friend of ours. And I have not made mine yet, but uh, yeah, I absolutely um, I love making these for you guys. And yours was so much fun. I do have to say, yours was, was very, very fun to make. Wait till we Wait make till one we for Ivanka's page. <laughs> we had to make one for her. Ivanka's my dog. I have psychological problems. I love my dog. And Lori is the dog mother. <laughs> I'm the dog mother. I am, I am Ivanka's dog mother. I guess her name is Ivanka, by the way, just to let everybody know. Her dog's name is Ivanka. I'm her, her dog mother. Um, and uh, she's, just, she's just a sweetheart. So... You know what, Anne, I, I can't wait. Um, it's not going to be another six, eight months until you get uh, the next uh, the next video out, is it? No, I, I'm working on the Portable on Beach one right now. I'm so amped. I'm thinking maybe just like a couple of weeks and I'm going to have it out. So well, we want to have you back. I am super excited. I can't wait. And then after yeah. that... We've got the standard hotel, and so it's going to get good. So, yeah. all you cute, you've got all kinds of cute people in your. I, I, I love the chat. Yeah, I, I love the chat. I like it. Yep, I have a lot of cute I mean, people there, and uh, well, yeah, we are. So, like so many people thought it was just a keyboard warrior before they realized that it's actually President Trump and the NSA, and this is real information, real time, and people are starting to realize that, you know. And they, they know that because us QAnons know a lot of stuff before it even happens. So uh, if you're not a donor by Q, you might want to try QMap.pub. And it's very interesting. There's a search in there where you can search whatever um, Q 
topic that you want to study and you can put store and it kind of goes in order and it is fascinating it is the most fascinating thing that i've ever experienced in politics nice so i will i'll put the link in the description when, when it uploads and and gets up there for us so yeah so what um after 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 researching all of this stuff on uh the i guess i want to say the tactical uh aspect of what china's doing what do you think um what do you think their plan i think we're in a lot of trouble and i'll tell you something that i didn't put in the video so this is the first time i've actually um announced this so i saved it for you you're gonna like it but i noticed that ley lines okay ley lines have a lot of power right and i noticed that they're buying up all of people's precious places that are on ley lines so like the long beach you know harbor or the port right there is all right by a big junction of ley lines and like uh i think it's called tula but i don't have my notes in front of me in mexico and they went and bought up this pyramid complex which is on ley lines they bought up in australia the their most favorite thing is the war memorial and China went in and bought the War Memorial. They broke books. They're trying to change the history of Australia so they can take Australia. Australia's in a lot of trouble, by the way. And if you start looking at all these places that China's buying, they're on ley lines. And why do they want our most important things, like part of our Grand Canyon? And, well, it's kind of really creepy. I mean, anybody who studies the ley lines. You know what? I noticed, I noticed you had a map. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick because I noticed it. Here it is, first one on the. F- oh my goodness, look at that! First one on my thing. I want to show you guys when I saw this map that you had on your video or that you gave me. I'm not sure. If, I don't remember it in the video, but I know that you gave it to me. Uh, let's see. Come there on. were tons I didn't put in there for the second time. I could have literally done a 12-hour video in China, but. I mean, yeah, for the sake of time. Ah, uh, crap. Come on. Now it's, court, it's not loading it. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's not it's unbelievable not. when it comes to China. But I, know to me like I know it's not. I mean, they're sorry. listening to it. There it is. I got it. There you go. Look at Epstein Allen. Look at Epstein Allen right there. Can you catch that? Wow. Okay, let me, let me put my glasses on. I can't see it. Hang on. Okay, so you're looking right here. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So each one of these, each one of these, uh, where they come in together into one. These are these are lay hubs, and there's, I mean, there's umpteen of them more. But I think it's interesting where the hubs are. If you look at the port of Long Beach right there, where the big hub is, which is 17, which is uh, hello, QAnon people, 17. Okay, so going right down on Mexico, you'll notice if you. I had one picture up that showed the port that they own, but there's two ports right there on the, on the ball of California and one going down they own. And then right straight across in Mexico, they own a port right there. And then that line going across is almost just right on that two loop. They come across, they have uh, a lot of access to the port of Houston. I couldn't hardly find anything on there. Now, if you look down at the bottom by 
when I used to 18 goes down and across, yeah. they own all that Panama Canal. Yeah. I mean, it's just really creepy. It's really creepy. Hmm. Okay, so if you start looking at the forts, the property they own, and why they want, like, the War Memorial, why they want the pyramids, why they want the Grand Canyons, why they want the Waldorf, and why are all these places even built on ley lines? I mean, that's a whole other story in itself. It, that is another whole story in itself. Exactly, it is. But I do find it fascinating, you know. I did. I, I find it fascinating, too. I have a whole thing on ley lines. Uh, ley lines, when it comes to what buildings are on there, and um, uh, if you look, uh, a whole other story, but uh, Roman Catholic Church and the ley lines is another another thing I'm going to be looking at. I've been working on that since Creepy 2014. Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> Nothing creepier than the false prophet, is there? <laughs> exactly, right, exactly. So... Can't wait for the next installment to come, and that's going to be the Long Beach. And oh my she God, did. I'm she did. And did. Uh, we did talk a lot about uh, Long Beach last time we talked on the phone. So I do know a lot of the things that are coming with the Long Beach guys. And uh, this, she's right. This was just an introduction. This was just to introduce everybody to the scope of what China owns and kind of what they're doing. And uh, the next installment's going to be. Uh, very eye-opening when it comes to um, you know what's happening in this country and what they're keep what these people are capable of doing. Yeah, it's scary. I don't know what they're planning on doing. I know that Donald Trump is he's under them. Okay, he's making himself support. He's I've heard that they're selling the wisteria. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, so he's making them get rid of a lot of the properties that they previously bought. He's increasing the tariffs. I mean, he's going balls to the wall with these people. So I know that tactically that our military sees what I see. We're boxed in. And you saw the choke point. You saw how easily they have us surrounded. We would be literally screwed. Okay. And I know that they know this too. And so I, I don't know if he's done enough to stop them because this attack from them could literally happen any day. And you know, with all these Chinese already infiltrated into our country, they have places like the Waldorf that they can go underneath those tunnels and just set a nuke there. I mean, I, I said Indian summer, that's an old, what they used to call uh, nuclear winter back in the nineties, but I'm old. So we called it Indian summer back then, but it's the same thing as a, a nuclear winter. And it only happens in Atlantic. And so if there's a bomb that went off in the Atlantic, especially if it went off in the Mediterranean and in the, on the East Coast, that would be catastrophic. Like I said, it would be earthquakes, tidal waves, and then we would literally suffocate because of the nuclear winter and the weather would change and all those people would die. And I don't think they need that part. I mean, that would cripple our allies. They don't really Well, we do that. have what's known as mutually assured destruction. Um, and that is, is uh, you know, all sides understand that if they were to do something uh, like, like to release nukes, like if we were, to, we were to nuke, we know how the, the, the trickle down effect goes. Uh, United States uh, nukes Russia. Russia retaliates against us. China, China will then retaliate with them. We retaliate against China. Then go, India goes up, and then, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, called but look at what Sweepy on the comments wrote. Sweepy pointed out. That while everybody's looking at Russia, 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 Trump, 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 yeah, nobody's looking at the China-Russia alliance, which is huge. They are like, in my opinion, they're one. 
favorite one. Have you I, looked I, I at have, uh, have you looked at have you looked at the Russian China connection as far as being the the Gog and Magog of the Bible? I have, and that's like a whole other show I was gonna do. <laughs> so it's pretty creepy. Pretty creepy. It's very very creepy. You have opened up a can of of much needed information and. Um, we just want to make sure that you have a hedge of protection around you because, um, you know, this is definitely going to be a story that people are not going to want to be put, not want to be put out. So we just pray for a hedge of protection around you and Thank yours you so much. In, in your, in your little, uh, your little nest down there in, in Texas. And, uh, my little, my little country bumpkin. Animal farm, my little animal farm. <laughs> but, um, so to wrap things up, uh, we're coming up on a, a little over um, hour thirty. Let's uh, take your, to wrap this up. What did you, what what is your final your final thought on this? What do you what do you want us to take away from this today? What I want you to take away from this is we're that we have a serious threat, and our president is only one person. Okay, the only thing that we can do is pray, because the war that we fight is not with the flesh and blood, but with the powers and principalities of this dark world. And the only chance that we have is to pray that God spurs us from this attack because China has it all set up. They have it all set up. They have no they have nothing really to lose. And so they have everything to win. I mean, even if they attack us, they could deny it and then say they're coming in for human, you know, human terror, how do you say that word? For, for relief to help us out, you know, to come in and human terror. How do you say that word? Oh, the humanitarian um, Yeah, I've been doing yeah. dreams. Absolutely. So, yeah. I was so nervous I'd have a dream. So. <laughs> that is perfectly okay but, on I mean, my show, too. come in under that, and then under that guys, and then come in and take this. So we're, it's really scary. We need to pray. You know, whether you like our president or whether you don't like our president, what it all boils down to is he's the only chance right now that's fighting for us against China, and there's a, a lot going on. Uh, so we need to pray when I got for him up this morning for him to be successful. Yes, we do. When I got up this morning, I noticed. Um, I don't know if anybody else is aware of it, but um, did did Trump even stay around for the G seven? Uh, I don't know because I don't watch the news. Okay, <laughs> I really don't. I, mean, I do know I that China that China has called him. I do know that China has called him in the last forty eight hours and wants to talk trade. Well, you know, he's increased their tariffs because he's just like, you know what? Who the hell? You're 25% enough. I'm going to jack it up to 30 because he knows that they're listening to us. They're spying to us, and all these motherboards are all loaded with equipment to spy on us and change our stuff. So, you know, he's making it really difficult for them. And what they're actually doing, I just read an article. They're pretending like their stuff is Vietnamese to get them in and avoid the tariffs because China doesn't want to spend any money. They're cheap as hell. You know, like there's stuff that we buy. So, buy American. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. You know, I mean, unfortunately, um, and I know you're absolutely right because, I mean, Dave and I have had conversations uh, sitting here at the table, and all of a sudden, you know, we look at our phones and, you know, there it is. I want to show you guys something before we, we close out. Um, it is, it is, um, very real when it comes to being censored on social media. Um, I don't know, you don't have a page, you just have your personal page. I have a community page, Anne, and I want to show you this. Uh, actually, 
was it this one one second look at this this is my my page insights from the last 20 uh, from july 18th to august 14th last 28 days and look at i am down 474,800 people reached shadow man shadow man i'm down 59 percent i put up a post the other day for a test and it was up there for three and a half hours not one comment not one like all that did you see that it was yeah. insane I could not well, believe that's what's it. happening to me. I mean, I would put up a video and I would literally get, you know, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand views on it. And now I'm lucky if I get three. I, on my radio show, they show I have like three subscribers. I mean, I get more than that on calls. You know? So, I mean, how is that even possible? Exactly. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I, I just know that it's it's making it to the point where, um, you know, I'm, I'm just about ready to... Um, call it quits on on social media you know and just don't concentrate do it. on doing the don't do it we're gonna I win know. this war i know but you know. read the bible we win i know I, i've read the i've we read win. the end i know we win, we win. that's right you're on the wrong oh. team <laughs> <laughs> i want to thank you ann for joining me thank um, you so I'm much going Lori. to put in the description box where you can find wolfpack radio and where you can find hurricane ann i have 15 um, subscribers on my new youtube channel that i just opened two days ago so I really do need to, they didn't cut me down that, it's brand new. So, yeah, exactly. Um, brand new. Um, and I will put it in the description area below where you can find her. Um, now, Anne, I did invite you. Um, I was I was told by uh, Spitfire, Eric Spitfire, to invite you to join us Wednesday night on Revolution Radio um, to talk about this. We have another um, Trump supporter over there. His name's Jeff Lehman. He comes in and he he's he's like he's our go-to guy on Trump, and I think you I think uh, it would be a great. Um, it's from um, ten until midnight Eastern, so nine until eleven um, our time, your Central Time. That sounds great. I love to talk about the maestro, and I you know when when you really understand what he's doing. And now listen to the media. He it really has been a lot, and he's our only chance right now. I mean, I'm not talking. I mean, Jesus is our only chance. Don't get me wrong. But here on Earth, yeah, man. yeah. And I, I do. I mean, I I was I was very hard on Trump in the beginning. I'm still pretty hard on him right now. But I mean, he is our potus, and you know. Um, you know, when push comes to shove, I mean, I, I understand what's happening behind the scenes also, um, you know, but, uh, you know, we need to, to concentrate on who the real enemy is. And right now, uh, you know, we're, they're playing that, that, that uh, ever popular uh, shell game. They're, they're doing the shell game. They're moving it around. You know, here's, here's Russia, Russia, Russia. And there's China right. over here doing their thing. And Russia, no, no, Russia, Russia, Russia. The, you, know. you know, the thing about Donald Trump is we didn't we didn't vote for him to be popular. So it really doesn't make a damn to me whether people like him or don't like him. We voted for him to do a job, and he's doing a damn good job. Yeah, exactly. He's well, fighting for us, you know. Exactly. And I'm going to also put down uh, the QMAP.pub. I'll put that. I'll put all the links that we talked about today okay. down in the description. And uh, we'll, we'll get all that uh, out there for you and hopefully get you uh, get some subscribers. 
And I do want to invite you back um, as soon as the Long Beach is done. You come back and we'll talk about it some more. And there'll probably be a longer show because, like I said, this is just kind of an intro to people to get them um, not only familiar with you, but to get them familiar and looking at China. I got to tell you, since you and I have started talking, yes. I've got China coming through my news feed, something fierce, woman. I Isn't mean, that just, weird? I mean, timing is everything. And right now, we really need to talk about China because this is what's happening. Yeah, exactly. So thank um, you I, so much for having me on the show. And I really enjoyed your chat. That's so cool. I, I like that. So. Yes. And I want to thank all the moderators. Uh, I do see a couple they of the house. Did a great I know Iron was there. We got Weed Tree Bonsai. And we have our new moderator in the house, JT. I want to thank you guys. As usual, you always do a great job. Yeah, JT is great. Yep. And I oh, do want to. Oh, before too, can I just say, hi, Mom. Hi, Bear. Thank you, Debbie. Hello, my husband. Hello, Ellen. All my wolf pack. I love you. That's right. I'm and part of that wolf pack. <laughs> you are my wolf pack. I love you. I'm coming to see you in October. You didn't even know this, but I have a surprise trip planned, and I've already been looking at the airfare. So stay yeah, still so I can see you for a change. Coming here or coming out there? Uh, probably to Nevada because I like to gamble. <laughs> I got to get my here. Uh, then we'll talk because I'll definitely have us out there. So I want to thank everybody in the chat room. I want to thank all of our new uh, subscribers. Go ahead, like, share, and subscribe because, like Ian said at the beginning of the show, uh, we are getting shadow banned. And that's the only way we can get out there is if you like, if you share, and if you subscribe to the channel. Um, as always, I do want to remind everybody to don't look in the past. Keep your eyes focused on the future because that's where life is. Until next time, God bless everybody. Thank you again. Thank you, Anne. I love you to death. Love you too, Lori. Bye-bye. Bye, Dave. Bye, Max. Max. And we are... And this is Hurricane Anne, and I'm out.